Okay, thank you guys for joining me this time around. Um, I tried really hard to make this one a little bit better than the last one. As you can see, last time I was very under the influence. This time I've only had two sips of wine. So, we're doing better. I, I can't say what the end of the podcast will look like, but... Um, but right now I think we're doing I think we're doing fine. Um this topic isn't one that I really have talked much about. Um I feel like when I tell people they're always so shocked by it cuz I feel like I just I don't look the part. Um and I always use this in like getting to know you, like two truths and a lie, you know? And this is one of my truths. I'm always it's always like I own a dog I used to be Mormon, and I lived in Hawaii. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's definitely, she lived in Hawaii and owns a dog. And I'm like, ha, I got you. I used to be Mormon. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like I fool a lot of people with that. And they're, people are so fascinated with it. Um, I guess when, if you, like, don't grow up in it, it is kind of fascinating. It is really culty. Um, I'm not here to hurt anyone's feelings. This is just how I feel. Okay. This whole thing is just about how I feel. You don't need to change your mind. You don't need to change your opinions. But, um, yeah, I just, did I even say what this was about? This podcast is about how I was Mormon and then how I left. Um, it's really kind of, I don't know. It's, it, there's, mm, you'll just have to hear it. Um, <laughs> But I wanted to talk about some questions that I've been asked that were just crazy while I was Mormon. Um, one of them being, um, are your parents, do your parents have, like, are they polygamists? Um, my parents are not polygamists. That's very um, old Mormonism. Um, back when Joseph Smith just wanted to... You know, I'm not going to say anything disrespectful. He wanted to have multiple wives, okay? No disrespect in this podcast. Only positivity. Um, yeah, so no sister wives over here. Um, you might be having us confused. Not us. You might be having the Mormons confused with the FLDS, which is a little branch off the Mormonism. Kind of weird that people just, like, make their own religions off of religions that have been made. But I guess that's how every religion has been made. Um... So I guess it's not too weird. <laughs> but yeah, the FLDS are the people who practice polygamy. Um, they have a lot of documentaries on it. Um, but they they believe in the same kind of stuff as Mormonism. But like it's just like added on. They also have sister wives. Good for them. Happy for them. Second question. Do you have magic underwear? No, I don't have magic underwear. Um, there is a type of underwear that you're given once you get married in the temple or once you've gone through the temple, that big thing in Oakland. I don't know if you people have seen it. Um, yeah, so once you go through that, you get the special underwear. Do they do anything? No. They're just like promises that you make with God and you're like promising him that you're going to keep them, essentially. Um, I was never married and I never went through the temple like that so I never had to wear any of those magic garments um third question do you soak no I don't believe in soaking um this term was made popular by tiktok um had I heard it before then no but I also didn't go to school in Utah I'm a firm believer in go hard or go home we don't do any quitters here so 
um, if you're going to buy a car, you got to test drive that shit first, baby. Like, we don't do no half C's here, okay? If you don't know what soaking means, Urban Dictionary it because I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to explain that here. I'm going to have to make this shit explicit. Um, third question. What was my third question? I forgot. <laughs> Can't you not drink alcohol, coffee, or caffeine? No, you can't drink alcohol, coffee, or caffeine. Um, You're not supposed to. (sighs) Is there a real reason why? No, it's just, it's not good for you, okay? That's the reason. Um, You're also not, women are not supposed to be wearing clothes shorter than their, like, shorter than their knees or showing their arms. Not arms, but like shoulders. Like, you're not supposed to be wearing shoulderless shirts. Or low-cut shirts. Um, so this was like my first real issue. Because I kind of came into my woman body. Before a lot of the other gals. So me and say Sally. Would be wearing the same shirt. But because I had chesticles. Okay. I would get sent home. Because I was being inappropriate. And all the boys were looking at me. Okay. Because they were just out there. Okay. Okay. So, I was already body shamed because of what God gave me. That was unfortunate. So, I just kept getting sent home. It would happen at least three times. So, right off the bat, bad vibes. I was not there for it, you know? How come I can't wear what I want to wear because I got big old titties? It was really unfortunate. I felt sexualized. Like, why do I have to wear... Why can't I wear cute clothes? Why do I have to wear grandma clothes because I have big boobies? It's like I was shamed for having big boobies. So that was my first problem. Um, Second problem being I just kind of went with the flow. You know, like I didn't push back. This is what my parents wanted. This is what my family wanted. I didn't know anything else. So like might as well just keep going. But like they would keep talking. The people at church would keep like telling me stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. But like outside of that, I was very much... um, I was not telling people I was Mormon. I was embarrassed. I don't remember there ever being a time where I was like, hi, please come to church with me. Unless it was like with my friend and I was like, please come to church with me because I'm so fucking bored and I need someone to hang out with. Um, I just really, I really didn't enjoy it very much. And a lot of the time I was just forced to go. It wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to go. Like I was just forced pretty much the entire time I had to do anything, I was just completely forced. Um, It just didn't make sense. I was going, spending so much time at these activities and things, and I just really didn't care to do them. And a lot of the time, these activities were how to be a good wife, how to choose a good partner, um, how to bake good cookies, you know, like, these are all, like, the traits, how to take care of kids, because having a college education was not That was not in the list of, like, things to do. (laughs) But that was really important for me because my parents got divorced and I saw my mom struggle because she didn't have a college degree. And I was like, hell no, I want to be sufficient. You know, I don't want, I don't know what my future holds. So I don't want to have to look back and be like, damn, I should have gone to college. But instead I married an accountant and he took care of me. But he died or... We got divorced or something like that. So I was like, okay, I better take care of myself. So off the bat, bad vibes because I was just being taught how to be like a little lady 
and not do anything and have these big strong men just do everything for me but i don't know if you've been around the block and dated okay these are not big strong men these are not big strong men okay they're they're not gonna take care of you they're very much um i'm not i'm not excluding my boyfriend from this but prior to him they're very much um split the bill type of men they're very much you get it this time i'll get it next time they they're not very um hold the car door open for you so like i was preparing to be with this man hypothetical man who was going to do everything for me and all i had to do was take care of his kids make food clean and while i'm dating i'm like these aren't what the fuck are these men uh-uh uh-uh these are some 50s way of thinking because these men are not the same right off the bat not the same um Secondly, when I was dating, um, <laughs> I don't know how to talk about this. How do I segue? Um, while I was dating around in my high school years, um, I was basically considered a whore by everybody in the Mormon church because I was dating before I was supposed to be dating. Did I do anything with these boys other than kiss? No. No, but I did kiss a lot of boys, Okay. And I was considered a freaking whore. And so I was basically like, okay, if all you people are going to think I'm a whore, I'm going to go be a fucking whore then. I'm going to show you. I wasn't really a whore, but... I I just was so over being so shamed for not doing anything. So I was like, might as well do something while I'm already feeling shame, you know? Um, but while I was dating, I started dating this guy. We were off and on for a few years. He was also Mormon. So we'd go to a lot of the activities together or I'd be like, Hey, are you going? And he'd be like, yeah, I'm going. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to see you there. So we just like hung out and like, we'd like throw parties just so we could spend time with each other. Cause like we weren't allowed to like date one-on-one. Um, but like we were just kids and we ended up breaking up. And he really struggled with that breakup. And he ended up committing suicide. And left the suicide note in my locker. And I don't know if this goes for, like, all religions or, like, just the Mormon religion or if it's in the Bible. But, like, suicide's a sin. So, after that, things got a little rocky. You know, every time I went to church, I just felt eyes on me all the time from like adults just staring at me glaring at me and I just did not feel supported or welcome like this was probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through and I have these old people staring at me judging me talking behind my back telling people like wow do you hear what she did she wasn't very supportive she broke up with like what what like I had to go through a lot of therapy to get where I'm at now and be able to talk about it in that way but if you break up with someone and they commit suicide that is not your fault and don't let anybody make you feel like it's your fault but these people made me feel like it was my fault like the blame had to be placed on somebody and so they placed it on me and I felt it and you know what I would rather have it placed on me than anybody else because I know that I could handle it but it's still it's still not fair so I just felt it wasn't like oh my god 
are you okay do you need anything it was very judgmental it was like I can't believe she's still here how dare she show her face like people were embarrassed to talk to me and I was just like you know what fuck this fuck this my friends who aren't Mormon are showing me more love than anybody here and y'all are supposed to be Christ-like in loving Uh uh-uh get out of here um but being in the Mormon church it's just like a lot of times they how do you say like um people who aren't Mormon oops people who aren't Mormon are they're not they're not bad people but they're not as good as the Mormon people are So my whole life, I'm like, oh, well, I need to hang out with these Mormon kids and date a Mormon man. But I wasn't feeling love from these Mormon kids or these Mormon parents. I was feeling love from people who weren't Mormon. And I was like, these bitches love me. They were taking turns sleeping over at my house, making sure I was okay, making sure I was eating. Like, they literally, dead ass, were like, okay, who's over there today? And they'd be like, I'm going over. And they'd be like, who's over there today? Like, they were like boom on their shit taking care of me and where were these mormon people mormon friends at like i did not feel the same love you know maybe they were also grieving which i get i get it now it kind of just hit me maybe they were also grieving Mm, but still stand up for me have my back and i did nothing wrong in that situation Um, but yeah, it kind of just opened my eyes to be like, wow, these people are really not genuine and I want out. So I stopped going to church completely. Stopped going. The only times I went is when my family was like giving a talk or like a little speechy speech in church. So I'd go and then I just felt so much. They'd be like, hi, oh my God, how are you? What are you doing with your life? And at first I would be so embarrassed and be like oh my god what am I doing with my life what am I doing with my life and I'd be like oh well I'm going to college to be a nurse you know I really want to be a nurse and and they'd be like wow good for you good for you and it just was so like demeaning and now whenever I run into them I'm like yeah I'm a fucking bartender like I'd be slanging them drinks like slide through I'll give you some shots and they're just like, oh my god, she's lost herself. It's so sad we lost another one. Like, get out of here. I can still be a good person. And I think that was the hardest realization to come to, is that I can still be a good person without believing what they believe. Um, and I'm very true to myself, I feel like. Like, that cannot be shaken. But that's probably one of the hardest things about leaving is that you lose your sense of self, like your identity, because you and that church are so one. Who are you without it? But I never felt like I was too intertwined to the point where I didn't know who I was. So walking away was not hard for me. I mean, I was only there for like 15 years. I mean, that's a long time, but the first few years were really hard. But luckily I had people in my life who were kind of like, mm, that's not weird what you're doing. It's actually normal. Um, so yeah, that's just when I completely stopped going and I just was over it. But it wasn't until this past year, actually, um, like even when me and Josh got together, I still had some beliefs that I thought were true still about the Mormon church. And it wasn't until 
um, someone told me to read this thing called the CES letter. And so when you're Mormon, they tell you not to look at anti-Mormon material. Um, which I don't get because if you're going to tell me to believe in something, I need to see all the proof. I need to see all the facts. Like, show me the negative, the positive. I need to see it all so I can come up with my own idea. Um, this letter is long and it's like a book. Um, so I read a little bit of it and it basically, basically, (laughs) basically is a bunch of it basically says that the whole Book of Mormon was plagiarized. Um, the history is wrong. The Basically, it's built off of a lie and it's a scam. Um, and these are historians talking about it. It's not necessarily people who are like, I hate the Mormon church. Like These are like people who actually wanted to know the truth. And, you know, I believe them. I didn't really believe what they were talking about anyway there were some concepts that were really hard for me to grasp um but at the end of the day I read that letter it kind of opened my eyes and I was like holy cow I've been scammed (laughs) I was bamboozled for years for years but I don't feel like I'm as mad as some people are who had been with the church for longer because I left at a prime time, you know? I got my tattoos, I got my piercings, dyed my hair, slept with whoever the frick I wanted. Like, I could be myself. You know, I got it out of my system. Drank, partied, I got it out. You know, I can I can be me now. Um, I'm not held back. I'm not restricted from anything. Um, and it's such a freeing feeling. But... Yeah, I just feel like I've been able to be the most authentic, genuine version of myself now that I'm no longer a part of that. And I'm grateful for my family who have still accepted me, you know. They could have very much shut me out, but I'm still me. At the end of the day, I'm still a good person. And I don't need to believe in what they're believing to convince other people of that. There's still a lot of, like, trauma that I have had since leaving. Um, I don't think people talk about religious trauma as much as they should. It's very real. Um, It's very real. Like, there are times where I am... (sighs) I feel so lost. Because literally everything I believed in is a lie. (laughs) I don't know if I believe in Jesus or God, but... I do know that if they are real, that Jesus wouldn't care if I slept with a thousand people. I didn't sleep with a thousand people, but I know that he wouldn't care. Um, I also know that if my hair was hot pink and I wore short shorts, he would not care. Um, So I just feel like there's just a lot of judgment and I'm very happy where I'm at in my life. Um, I, like I said, I've had to heal with a lot of the trauma that comes with it I still am very much in the mindset of I need to be the homemaker um everything needs to look a certain way everything needs to appear perfect everything um dishes need to be done laundry needs to be washed and folded dinner needs to be made and lunch needs to be made for my boyfriend and for a long time that was a really hard concept to break because I was like he's not gonna love me if I don't do this Like, how horrible. 
how horrible to think that that he's not going to love me if I don't wash the laundry and do the dishes every single night and be like oh my god I have 20 minutes giving myself an anxiety attack because I didn't wash the dishes and he's like why are you tripping like you work today we'll wash the dishes tomorrow like it's cool and I'm like no you don't understand like why why am I putting that on myself there's just that's just one example but there's a lot where it's like whew, that that trauma right there and that one goes in the religious category okay so yeah I just I felt like a lot of people have wondered why I left um and a lot of people want to know a lot more about the Mormon religion, which I don't really care to talk about. Because <sighs> if you want to learn more, that's what the Google's for, not for me. Um, but yeah, it was... It's not something I recommend. Zero out of ten. If you're still a part of it, love ya. That's your choice. I don't want this to sway anyone any other way. But if you're feeling shame for who you are as a person... You should not be near whatever you're doing. Like, if you feel shame for being your genuine, authentic self, you should not be, you should not just not be what you're doing. Who you're with, don't be who you're with. Don't be a part of a religion that makes you feel that way. Because at the end of the day, you should feel authentically yourself. And that's the most freeing feeling in the world. And I wish that for everybody. I really do. Because you shouldn't feel shame for how you look or how you dress or how you like your hair. Um, And when you find, when you're able to be free, gosh, it's the best. And I wish everyone that. Um, So, yeah. That's my little story. Let me know if you have any questions. I know it's kind of a lot. But stay tuned. Next week we'll deep dive into some other shit.